Good afternoon, everybody. It's Pints with Pat. We are uh, January 3rd today. This is the first podcast of the new year. Um, I love the flow we've been getting in doing uh, doing these week over week. It's been really good. I'm going to do one this year uh, because it's the first one of 2023, a little bit of different style than I've ever done before. Um, and the whole point of this is uh, uh, sometimes if... I've found that if people lay out their goals for the upcoming year, sometimes it's, it's, uh, it can be motivating or people can take ideas or nuggets from other people's goals and implement them into their own life. Um, so what I wanted to do today was talk a little bit about goal setting. And then, um, also it's a little accountability for myself too, is, uh, you know, at the beginning of this year, I'm laying out, I, every year I do about 10 goals, um, or my main focus points for that year. So I'll go into my 10 for this year. I'm not going to make this too long, but I'm going to go to my 10 this year and uh, kind of why I've chosen each one. And there's been quite the evolution in the types of goals I've set. And they've come, you know, years ago, they were very business oriented. And now I always have a couple business ones, but it's much more just like family and lifestyle and mindset. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's lifelong learning all this stuff. Uh, you never have it all figured out. So, um, bettering yourself every year, getting better day over day, month over month, um, just in my opinion leads to a great life. And that's, you know, what we talk about a lot here at Yellowbird is the purpose of growth, fulfilling potential. And you don't, you don't get there by staying stagnant. So, uh, heard some, not going to like share the statistics, but what, what I've heard recently again, year over year is that, you know, new year's resolutions typically are over within, within two weeks. Um, and goal setting and doing these massive life changes with a new year, uh, is difficult. And I think part of the reason people fail so much on them is, uh, they only do them once a year, right? People set new year's resolutions in the end of December and that's it. Um, goal setting in itself and holding yourself accountable is a lifelong journey that takes practice that you're going to fail at over and over again before you're successful. Um, I, I've set a lot of goals in my life and failed a lot of goals in my life. And I still continue to fail, um, rocks sometimes quarter over quarter, but I continue to set them. Uh, things that are important to me quarter over quarter, month over month, and eventually you get them, right? I think part of the reason people fail a lot of times in New Year's resolutions is because they're not experienced goal setters and you have to do it over and over again to get better at it. But it sucks if, you know, you hear this term New Year's resolution and you set this life-changing, you know, resolution and then you fail in a week, uh, you're not going to be super motivated to then try again and again and again. And I get that. Um, so two reasons people fail, I think is cause they're not experienced in setting goals in the first place and they try to do too much, uh, too fast, right? So switch, if you have a workout goal or a weight loss goal, if you go from zero to working out five days a week at five in the morning, um, you know, that's not going to work too well, right? <laughs> like best transitions I've seen in that have been when people say, I'm going to go to the gym for five minutes one day a week. And then it changes for five minutes, two days a week. And then, you know, five minutes, three days a week. And then it just grows from there to, you know, eventually you're spending an hour every day. So start small. Um, 
But those are my suggestions for New Year's resolutions this year. We take uh, goal setting and intentional living super serious here at Yellowbird because, in my opinion, uh, if you don't have control over where you're trying to go or your the goals you're setting year over year, then you know you're just kind of wandering with no real purpose or direction. So, um, everyone at Yellowbird sets goals. Everyone at Yellowbird thinks about what their life's going to look like, you know, 25 years in the future, and uh, sets goals accordingly. In order, to, and we make sure that we're aligned with, uh, you know, the work and personal life is aligned with where everyone here actually wants to go. So, living with intentionality is incredibly important. So, with that, I'm going to go through my 10 for the year. Um, my first one is inject more newness into family and life. 12 new things this year throughout the year that I normally wouldn't have done. So part of this is from, you know, I've been exposed to Jesse Itzler a couple times this year and um, read a lot of stuff about just living an interesting life. Um, And you're never going to like gain a new hobby, gain a new hobby or um, figure out something about yourself unless you figure out something new about yourself unless you're trying new things. Um, and unless those things are on the calendar and planned, guess what? They're never going to happen because you're going to live, you know, you're going to live with the whirlwind of life and the chaos of every day, and you're never going to have time to plan this stuff. So goals this year, 12 new things. Some of these things will be family. Some of them will be me alone. Some of them will be boys trips. And, uh, that's the goal. 12 new things. I'm having a baby in two months, but I'm I'm actually not counting that one, but it's going to make it a little more difficult to fit in 12, but, uh, I think we can get it done. Next one is my social media one, personal website up and running with a consistent schedule of podcasts, blog posts, and monthly events all aligned with Yellowbird purpose and growth projections. So we've done a great job with social media in the past, having Elena here and Marissa helping me has been incredible and it's getting better every single day. The last piece that we're missing is connecting what we're doing with the podcast and what I'm doing just on Instagram and with blog posts and everything, connecting that with actually what we're doing here at Yellowbird, having an actual purpose. We know, we know social media is right. We know putting this content and information out there is right, but actually aligning it both monetarily and purpose wise to what we're doing here at Yellowbird. Um, so everything sort of clicks into place. Um, that's my focus for this year and for the rest of the year. Um, another Jesse Itzler one, uh, send 100 handwritten letters and 200 digital messages to people. So um, Jesse Itzler talked about reaching out more. That's one of my weaknesses is I keep to myself a lot. I'm introverted, I'm in my own head a lot. And I don't, you know, but being introverted and reading as much as I do, listening as much as as many podcasts as I do, having as many discussions with high level people about leadership and business, I don't put that information out there enough. So my main focus this year is to make better connections with people, to uh, write hundred written handwritten letters to people that have truly affected my life. If I see someone speak or whatever. Maybe I am a creepo and look up where they actually live on whitepages.com and send a letter to their house, right? Like people read that stuff. It's an interesting thing. And then just 200 digital messages, um, you know, to people, if, if I, you know, have a friend, 
who I saw some content that was that, that I thought would help them out or um, reaching out to people and showing people our alignment sheet. I've been getting better. I've been getting better about doing that sort of stuff. So um, Jesse Itzler talks about them as like planting seeds because you plant 300 seeds this year and you don't necessarily know what those will turn into. You know, one relationship could change your life or you could help change someone else's life. Uh, grow my relationship with Jane, have her on board and giving her input into this alignment sheet, fully up to speed with current finances on the same page with goals and every aspect of the future tab. So once again, being introverted, being to myself on a lot of this stuff, I haven't involved my wife. <laughs> it seems crazy, right? I spend time with everyone here, uh, you know, diving into their personal life and their goals and their alignment sheet. And I've never done it with my wife before. Um, seems crazy, but that is like kind of the natural flow of things, but she's been like getting more involved in this stuff and enjoying it. So, um, I can't live my life in my own little hole where she's separate from it, where I'm thinking about things 25 years from now and not involving her in it. So just getting him, her more involved in everything I do, not only at work, but in the intentionality I live my life with. Um, that's number four. Number five, a deeper, more evolved, focused meditation habit. Six books on meditation and mindfulness and at least five minutes of meditation and mindfulness every day. Uh, when I talked earlier about failing uh, goal setting, I've failed this fucking mindset meditation goal setting rock more times that I can count. I think since we've been setting rocks at Yellowbird, I've been failing this one. Um, but I've recently, I think third quarter, uh, is it your third, I think third quarter, I did it every single day. Yeah, it was third quarter and actually accomplished doing it every single day. Um, and it's, it's just, a, it's putting in the priority list, right? Uh, Meditation is the easiest thing to put off, but I'm so good with my workouts. My only, th my thought was like, what if I just put meditation on the same level as my workout? So now I've done that. I'm getting at least five minutes every single day. Um, and it's been awesome, but like, like most things, meditation is a lifelong journey of learning, um, and going deeper every time I talked last week about the book, becoming supernatural, which I'm loving. Um, and if you can get on a different level with your meditation and how deep you can go with it, I truly think, you know, limitations really start to, uh, melt away. If you can get focused on your mind, you can get your mindset, right. You can take more control of your emotions. Um, I think that truly, you know, I think it's a great title of the book becoming superhuman, because I think you can become superhuman that way when you take that sort of control of your, your brain and your life. Uh, so more evolved meditation practice by the end of this year and being able to go deeper and uh, reading more into it. Um, and it's cool. Like I would have never set this goal before, right? Like this is, you see how goals evolve. Like before it was just like my goal three years ago was like, try to meditate three days a week. And I fucked that one up. And now it's like, I'm meditating every single day for an entire year, reading six more books on it and like going deep. I wouldn't even know what the fuck that meant three years ago. Right? So as your goals evolve, you evolve as a person. And, uh, that doesn't happen if you just set some random new year's resolution every year and then fail at it in two weeks. So this is an ongoing process. Um, financial finish line mapped out with clear measurables and milestones in place and a flow for reviewing, uh, reviewing the setup. So, um, 
I suggest everyone do this is like, it, you know, what if I financial finish line is, is you kind of write your uh, dream budget, you know, the budget that would, you know, you live in your dream house, you drive your dream car, your kids go to the schools you want them to go to, you travel as much as you want and really see what that number is. Um, it really, you know, I feel like a lot of people don't know what that number is. Like people think, you know, if I could only be rich, right? Well, what is rich to you, right? What is being rich? Like how much money is it every month to live this ideal lifestyle? In a lot of cases, <laughs> it's not as much as you think, right? So uh, having that financial finish line, knowing what the real number is and knowing why you wanna get there and then setting your day-to-day -day up to reach that because if you go through life just trying to make more money and more money and more money, guess what? It doesn't matter if you're worth $5 million, $50 million, or $500 million. It's always that horizon is always going to get longer and longer. And it's always going to be like, oh, if I could only make another, you know, $1 million a month or $2 million a month, it just never ends. So if in the beginning you map out what it looks like, um, and things change, right? But then, then you know you have something to shoot for and it makes it much more manageable. A schedule that I follow, um, like, and is sustainable, uh, complete with plenty of white space, workout, and focus times. So schedule has always been a tough one for me, uh, sticking to it. And, um, you know, it's, it's kind of like that thing of write down your ideal day and set up your work to be that ideal day. That's another thing people have trouble with is like, no one even knows what their ideal day looks like, right? If someone had nothing to do, um, a lot of people, if they didn't have the discipline of being here on time or being, you know, lunches from 12 to one or whatever, without that discipline, um, many people fall apart. So taking more control of what my schedule looks like and building business and life and family life around that. Um, number eight, uh, the business has a clear and simplified future we are playing to our strengths, being opportunistic while having long-term 20-mile march strategy based on data and demographics. So something I've been thinking about a lot lately is not only simplifying Yellowbird, but what is the balance of opportunistic versus long-term recurring revenue business that you're involved in? And I think that's something, uh, you know, it's something I haven't heard a lot of other people say, but I'm thinking a lot about our future now, right? Because Yellowbird is very transactional based um, where, you know, someone like, uh, you know, a local, not competitor of ours, but friends of ours are on JWB and they have reoccurring revenue from property management coming in each month. What if you could, you know, control your business so that, you know, a certain percentage of it was reoccurring revenue. That's like the day-to-day -day grind. And another percentage of it was opportunistic stuff like deals when they become available. So we were for a while, even though we own the rental portfolio, a lot of our business was opportunistic during, you know, the, the boom of the past couple of years in single family. So what happens when you build a business off an opportunistic, you know, point of time, and then an opportunity goes away, it puts you in a shitty spot, right? And you don't necessarily have, you know, you know, you have to put people in different spots and there's a lot of chaos and change. So the second time around, um, I'm thinking more of simplification and the balance between opportunity and reoccurring stability. Also the 20 mile March, um, which I'm not going to get into right now. Uh, it's Jim Collins theory. 
uh, 52, nine, uh, number nine, 52 thoughtful things for friends and uh, a better system to do so in the future put, put together throughout the year. So one thing a week, a really thoughtful, nice thing for those people closest to me. Uh, you've seen there's a lot of like, there's like three reach out networking goals on here. I'm not talking like doing nice things for my friends as networking, but it's just shit that I naturally am not going to think to do. I'm naturally, you know, I'm from Massachusetts and one of my biggest adjustments in coming to Florida is like how nice people are down here. It's like the, the difference between Southern culture and like up in the Northeast is, is absolutely fucking completely different, right? Like people are just more thoughtful down here. Um, and, uh, it's, it's really nice if like, you know, Hey, I was, you know, going through this airport and I thought of you and I grabbed this, like trying to do more things like that for my friends this year is a goal. And if I don't set it as a goal, I'm going to forget about it because I'm uh, from Massachusetts and just naturally a prick that way. Um, last one, uh, 12 Nora days sports practice routine, uh, in place with numbers in parentheses, possibly this summer. So I do Nora days with my daughter. I pick her up from school once a month at three o'clock and then we just hang out until six and do whatever she wants to do. She loves it. I got away from it a little bit during the holidays. We had a bunch of family visiting and stuff and it was difficult to do. Going to get back rolling this year. Going to do a full 12 of them. And uh, um, Nora, she's been playing soccer. She does a little too many cartwheels and flower picking, a little more of that than I would I would like her to do during a soccer game. So this year we're going to, uh, I, I, it was another Jetsy Itzler thing. It's like you've practiced something for five minutes a week with your kid. The, the compound effect that over time is just incredible. So that's something I'm good at here. So why not pass it on to them? Um, and, uh, I don't know exactly what the routine's going to be because I'm not sure if soccer's her. I mean, she's only five. She'll be six in February. I would love for soccer to be her thing, but you can't, you can't force it. Right. So it may be soccer or swimming or something like that, but it also gets me spending more time with her, uh, gets us out of the house when I get home every day. Um, and just a good thing. And I enjoy them and she enjoys them. So that's it. That's my 10 for the year. Um, any comments or if anyone wants feedback on their own goals, um, I do consider myself pretty good at this by now, not only doing this my own life for the past 10 years or so, um, probably more than that, 10, 15 years or so, but also doing it for uh, the leadership and people here at Yellowbird critiquing goals, making sure that, uh, you know, in, they're not vague. So in December, we can actually see if they're done or not. Um, so yeah, I, I hope that was helpful. I hope it was. Uh, I hope people were able to take some tidbits and nuggets from my goals and implement them in their own life. And uh, um, that's why I said start small, right? Not you don't need ten this year. If you're looking to change some things about your life, it's a prioritize and execute sort of thing. Pick one thing and implement it slowly. But uh, it's I've I've said it to the Yellowbird team here before. I'm I think. 2023 is going to be a really defining year for us. The end of 2022 forced us, um, you know, forced us to make some serious change around here and have to adjust the way we operate. And I, I think it's all for the best and the strong are going to survive this little real estate downturn. 
And uh, we're going to come out of the other end just way stronger and have way more clarity on the future. And I wish everyone that in their personal lives as well. And we'll talk to you next week.